Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Susan Ford Collins. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm fine, and I'm delighted to be with you. Ah, I'm delighted to have you here with us today. Uh, we're going to talk about your new book, Blur, Clear the Way Ahead even in the worst times. And oh boy, there's been some really challenging, tough times the past couple of years. Um, but things seem a blur and and not just from recent uh, um, stuff like we talked about with COVID, but right. just the whole speed of technology. I feel like it's exponentially just grown and exploded. Um, but what, what prompted you to write your book in particular? <laughs> Well, let me go back and then I'll tell you the immediate stimulus. I began my career at NIH as a research psychologist, and I was the bold young one who said, I think we're on the wrong track. We should be studying healthy, successful people instead of ill and dysfunctional ones. And my whole audience laughed. <laughs> but I'm one of those people, if you laugh at me, I just try harder. So <laughs> I spent the next 20 years shadowing the greats of the planet, and I discovered 10 skills they were all using. And I've taught 4,000 training sessions in corporations around the world and written six books. <laughs> but I didn't realize that it would help me in these crazy times when we're so overwhelmed and so blurred. And yet when I got into my overwhelm and I started consciously going back and using the skills, I turned the thing around. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I love, we're going to go deep into that because that, that is so true. You need a strategy on how to deal with these crazy yes. times because you can yes. really get sucked into the minutia of little crazy, this little crazy, that turn on the yes. news. Oh, it's over. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, I told you, I was going to tell you the, the real punchline was okay. how this happened was a tornado and a hurricane hit my home within three hours and virtually devastated it. 
Thank a you. month later, my husband was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And a month after that, my sister was diagnosed with cancer. So mm. between repairing the house, the chemo treatments, uh, 33 rounds of chemo and a clinical trial that didn't work, I was in blur. And I'm a clear person, but not when I'm under those circumstances. And I think that's true of all of us. Absolutely. We can get overwhelmed. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, th those are super extreme crisis moments yes. in our life. But I, I, we were just talking before the interview that just ordinarily, ordinary folks in ordinary days get kind of put on blur with all that's kind of streaming at us from, uh, you know, marketing on every corner to new segments here, there and everything else that it could, and then of course, all our technologies are biting for our attention, you know, the social media, da, da, da. So you have some clear ways in which we can build strategic ways for leadership of ourselves and our life yes. with yes. some of these skills. What are some of the best skills you've learned over the years? I love that you said leadership of yourself, because that's mm -hmm. where it has to start. The first skill I call success filing. And this is one of the things I noticed how these successful people did every day. And the rest of us never heard of. This is my term, but what it is, is they took time every day to look at what they had accomplished that day, the tiny steps. And they said to me over and over, don't look for the big stuff. That comes after months and years. Mm -hmm. Look for the little stuff. And one of my um, directors at American Express said to me, let me tell you a story. I got to be director because I stopped and got gas and that was on my list. The other guy didn't, he didn't make it to the interview. He said, so it's really true that it's the little stuff. The mm -hmm. little stuff accumulates into the big stuff. So success filing is important. You just five minutes, 10 minutes at the end of the day. What did I do today that moved me in the directions I want to go? Whether it's business goals, yeah. personal goals, health goals, because otherwise we feel like we're accomplishing nothing. Yeah, and, I love that you, know, you say that. Yeah, yeah. And, and we grew up as children wanting other people to acknowledge us. You know, yes, that was good. Oh, that was great. Here, have a lollipop. But as adults, we've got to take that responsibility for ourselves. Otherwise, we're always going to be go after, going after other people's dreams. Mm -hmm. And we won't have time for our own. And, you mm -hmm. know, kids have said to me a lot of times, like, my dad's a great CEO, but he's a terrible dad because he never makes time for me. Mm. That's sad, you yeah. know, that's sad. Yeah. But like you say, we live in a very overwhelming time, business time. And having worked in 4,000 corporations as a trainer, um, I can just say the pace gets bigger and bigger and faster and faster. And the new products come on and, you know, COVID forced us to learn a lot of new stuff. I mean, for me, it was Instacart. It was, you know, I'm very happy with Zoom now. I'm on it all the time. But, you know, we all had to get cameras. We had to upgrade our computers. I was a consultant to a couple of universities. They decided to give computers to their new students mm -hmm. that had all the software loaded on it because mm -hmm. not everybody was ready for all these changes technologically. Very yeah. rough, very rough on us. Our brains have have got to go into mega speed these days. Yeah, yeah. But you make a really good point, Susan, about um, success filing, because I, I think our society really puts pressure on seeing the end result of success. So yes. someone being ultimately successful, like a Jeff Bezos and saying, oh, look, right. that's success. But I'm like, they're not acknowledging that there's many steps to get to the, you know, the greatest mountain pinnacle top. And yeah. you won't get to the mountain pinnacle top until you do all the little bits down below. And we should also, you know, give, 
a little kudos to those little steps onward. Because people will look at someone, you lost 100 pounds, you lost 300 pounds. That's great, but they first had to lose Daily 10 times and you five. Way and... away from the table, or you didn't yeah. take that dessert. So exactly. again, they kept saying to me, "It's the little things strung together that make the big things." People try to take chunks. It's like globbing it all. You can't do it that way. Yeah. You got to do it step by step by step, and have good plans. Yeah, because you'll get frustrated, and most of the time, then you'll just stop and 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 say say it doesn't work. Um, but if you take it bit at, one bit at a time, you look back and be like, "Whoa, look what I did! It's been two years, three years. Now you can see um, a bigger picture of your goals." Yes, and you know, in some of the companies that I consult with, they do success filing Fridays. And so they got everybody success filing, but on Fridays, it's kind of like the team success file. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's had a bad week, this is such a benefit because they can say, I didn't have any successes this week. And then other people on the team says, yes, but you helped me with this and remember this. And so they can begin to put successes in your file. And here's the bottom line. When your success file is full, you feel success full. I mean, look at the word success full. Oh, yeah. But when it's low, you feel dependent and needy. And it's so true. It's so yeah. true. Wow. You said something there very interesting that when you don't feel full, your success file, that you then feel this neediness or not full. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot in our culture of, of putting the finger on someone else or not taking yes. responsibility or, you know, it's always someone else's fault. And I, I guess that comes a lot from people not filling their success folder. Well, and we have to remember that as children, nobody probably taught us the success file. I mean, I really didn't find anybody who could tell me their parents told them how to success file. But we, are grow we grow up with the assumption that somebody's going to praise us, somebody's going to graduate us, somebody's going to certify us, somebody's going to give us a degree. Mm -hmm. But at what point do we go, wait a second, you know, I've got to start doing this for myself. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you, it's now that we need to do that. Right now in this epidemic of blur, we've got mm -hmm. to say, I am in charge of my own self-confidence. I love it. Now, with things moving fast, we can do things to bring down the blur. Uh, what if some things that you've seen work in, in kind of wooing us back, slowing us down in our lives? Well, for sure, the success file is number one. But the other thing is there's an understanding that I've been teaching that there are three gears of success and three gears of leadership, and they have to mesh. You know, you've had leaders sometimes who did the wrong things at the wrong time with you. Mm -hmm. The first gear of leadership is about learning the basics, learning the rules, the rights and wrongs, goods and bads. And in that phase, we need somebody telling us when we're right, when we're wrong, when we're doing it safely, when we can't do any more. But then there comes a point where we can do it and we need our leader to pull back and assign us projects, tell us timeframes, uh, tell us what the rewards and bonuses are so we're motivated mm -hmm. and be available in case we need them, but not be standing over us all the time. You know, that over controlling leader mm -hmm. really demotivates because in the second year of success, you have to learn what first gear rules you can eliminate. If you're going to become efficient and you're going to become uh, competitive, you got to stop doing all of the, the startup stuff. It doesn't work anymore to do it that way. But then there comes a moment where 
even though that's not enough. And you'll see pop, people pop through and they go, I have an idea. It's kind of like what happened to me at NIH when I said, we're going to do this, or I think this is the way ahead. And they all laugh mm -hmm. and people will laugh. But what, what you want to do if you're a leader is recognize when you have an employee that pops into the third year and pay attention and support them because, you know, otherwise that smart person is going to take everything you've trained them and take it to a competitor or open their own business, which completes with you. It's such a loss. It's a brain drain. Mm. So the three gears of success and the three gears of leadership, and we can't be the same kind of leader all the time. That's the big news. Well, we you know, we can't be the same way all the time. You, you speak to something very interesting there because uh, how you see life yourself will generally be the way you think everyone will see it around you. And so oh, you'll, yeah. you'll probably try to lead them and go like, come on, why aren't you seeing it like me? It's kind of like stepping into each of the shoes of your people and beginning to see how do they interpret the world and what skills and talents do they have that they can bring to the table and be in, yeah. in this. I very often say to CEOs, go some, do something you've never done before, like take up scuba diving if you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. And remember what it's like when you're just starting and you're scared and you want somebody to tell you what to do. And then as you get better, realize what a pain in the butt it is if that person is on top of you all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it really helps to get into some unfamiliar territory to kind of grease your gears. Um, but this is a very important important part of getting out of blur because when we get into blur, we tend to go back into the safe zone, into the, I want to do everything right. Well, you can't do everything right. The world's changing too fast. What's right now in 10 minutes may not be right at all. Especially with this fast changing world, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Microsoft was, you know, 1.0, 1.0A. And I mean, you know, there's a different version, like mm -hmm. every few months. <laughs> Because things change. Yeah. And that was shocking when that was introduced, like with Word, but it's not shocking now. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the mode of the day. Yeah. And you make a good point with managers that are out there. And I've met a, a bunch of wonderful women that feel that they yes. want their department to succeed. So they have this idea that, if, oh, if I just do it, I'll just help. And and before <laughs> you know it, I remember walking into a company. I was meeting the C-suite individuals because they were going to have me work on a project with them. And uh, two of the top executives were men and one of them was a woman. Well, when I came to meet them that day, the woman executive was underneath the desk, one of the decks, <laughs> trying to connect uh, something that come out from one of the workers there. And she was right. trying to troubleshoot. And I'm thinking to myself, bum and air does not look good dude um you have a tech team ask your tech team to do this right. but you know i i know they women mean well they want to do it all because they want to feel efficient or whatever it might be but at the same time like you were saying you don't add that level of trust to your workers if you don't let them just step in and let them come to you when there's a real problem hey Susie, whatever i'm having trouble with this yeah. now you can troubleshoot together instead of just taking over for everyone yeah, and you know, I do an exercise in my corporate in my CEO training programs is I have a rope and it's in the desk. Mm -hmm. And when they're graduating from one level to the other, I tie their hands behind their backs. Mm -hmm. And that why that is is I say, you can't do it anymore. You've got to get your team to do it. You've got to become a really good communicator. You've got to share your vision in detail. 
You've got to listen. And so, you know, they scream and rant about, oh, this is a pain in the neck. I can't get anything done. I said, well, but what'd you learn? Mm. So it's a good idea sometimes to tie yourself up so you don't be the doer. Yeah. But you should become the leader, you know, the Absolutely. one that supports the team. Absolutely. And and then the, by doing that, you give them permission to rise up and be their best and to their fullest potential, operate to their fullest potential. Yes. Well, and you had asked if there were several things, so I'll give you one mm -hmm. more. Um, when I was at NIH, I met Dr. Carl Pribram. He was a neurosurgeon from Stanford, and he did something absolutely amazing. He was able to measure the power of a thought. Hmm. Think about that for a second. I mean, he said thoughts have an electromagnetic force field that can be measured. And so I said, well, so which thoughts are more powerful than other thoughts? Because this is so important in leadership and in marketing. And he said, when thoughts, when you see them, hear them, feel them, taste them, experience them in advance, they have more power than the run-of-the-mill thought that, you know, comes undefined. And he, he said, marketers know this. They understand this. They make bright colors on their packaging. They have jingles so that you start to da 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 da, -da. And they repeat it over and over and over. And he said, that's what you have to do with your dreams. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to make your dreams powerful, especially if you're a leader and you're leading a team. I find a lot of time the team does not know what the leader's dream is. And oh. the leaders are always shocked to find that out when mm -hmm. I take their people and I say, okay, uh, okay, CEO, be quiet now. Just listen. What is the leader's vision? Tell me it in detail. And they can't do it. Wow. And these now, are high up people. Now tell me, can the leader sometimes not even be fully aware of their own? Oh, vision? you're smart. Yes. Sometimes ah. it's because they haven't articulated it for themselves, but sometimes it's because they kind of are afraid to share it. But we have to be willing to share the vision in this fast paced time, maybe 25 years ago or 50 years ago, that wasn't important, but it's urgent today because we have to keep updating our internal program, you know, our database. And we have to create these holograms, these very powerful thoughts that keep attracting opportunities to us. Yeah. So it's a different world. I'm with you. It's a different world, different demands, different products. One of my favorite stories during COVID had to do with Eric Wan, who's the CEO of Zoom. Mm -hmm. And he was a graduate student in China in technology. And he had a girlfriend who lived 10 hours away by train. And he hated that. This is before, you know, good internet connections and all of that. Mm -hmm. And he sat on that rumbling train every time he went to visit her, imagining what kind of software would allow us, allow us to work remotely. Thank heavens he did. Yeah. And he finally got a visa on the ninth try, he came to the U.S. He worked for Cisco and WebEx. And he was the director of collaborative software. And he created Zoom. And when he left, there, was, there were 40 engineers that went with him. Mm -hmm. And he understood the gears. He understood that the product of Zoom had to be so simple that grandmothers could uh, talk to their kids during COVID, um, that teachers could teach students that way, that teams could meet, that all of these functions, he understood the gears. And he had his team thinking ahead, well, what will happen when this problem happens? And how are we going to communicate this? And what kind of trainings are we going to give for the public? 
And then when they had security issues, he got them on that and they started to get that handled. So yeah. you see those gears yeah. at work. Yeah. Very in, powerful. In essence, what I'm hearing from you is that once you get something going and have maybe a bit of success, keeping the idea of always keeping your gears going of how do we not just pivot, but there'll be, you'll have to make changes to keep revolutionizing yes. and keeping your product relevant. And you mentioned something else about vision, both for leaders and personally for yes. people out there, um, having that vision clear. And I, I know for myself, I've used vision boards where I just kind of put up pictures because pictures right. are very powerful for many yes. people who are a lot of us very visual. And so by putting a visual representation of wherever that is, and, and I remember hearing a story from a gal that said, I had picked out of a magazine, oh my gosh, this is the house I'd love to live in one day. And she put it up on her board, right? Uh -huh. And uh, three years later, they were getting her husband and her were getting ready to move from the place they were at. And they started looking for homes or whatever. And lo and behold, in the paper that day, when they went to look, was the very home she had put up on her board three years later. <laughs> But Jeez. this is a, we have a holographic brain, you know, we we create all of these details and we yeah. hold them and and one detail can attract a whole bunch of others. It is electromagnetic. I mean, we yeah. live in such a different time. You know, it used to be that the grandparents did the same thing as their parents, and then the sons and daughters of them. Everything was the same. Mm -hmm. But not now. It's like if you're asleep for two hours, you've missed something. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also a very exciting time because I feel there's so oh, many it. opportunities, so many opportunities. If you're ready to grab hold of them, be willing to put in the effort to learn all the different opportunities and keep up to speed. It's so exciting. I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can get their very own copy of Blur. How could they do that? Well, it's on Amazon. It's also on Audible because so many people are listening to books now instead of reading them. So I went in the studio and it's my voice. So it'll be me talking to you. That's awesome. So, yes. And then this that's book four of the Technology of Success series. So there's the joy of success. Our children are watching. Success as gears. And now we're. Yes. And uh, success has gears and the joy of success also, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And you, I saw a website, technologyofsuccess.com. Is that also a valid site for them to get in contact with you? That's me. Awesome. And, and I respond. If people write to me, I answer. So I invite people's questions. I'm also on social media all over the place. I really want to share this. My life mission is to teach these skills that I've spent all these years learning. I don't want to keep them. I want to give them. <laughs> That's right. You've got you've got this wonderful gift and you're ready to give it to people. And people, please go out and get that gift today. Purchase Blur. And thank you so much for coming today, Susan Ford Collins, to join us on Savvy Broadcasting. I enjoyed it myself. Thank you so much, Christina. You betcha. Take care. Looking for a hilarious read? Well, check out my latest book, My Crazy Roommates. The names have been changed to protect the deranged. Step into the wild and unpredictable world of young adulthood in the heart of New York City. Brace yourself for a roller coaster ride through the trials, tribulations, and hilarious moments of shared living spaces with a colorful cast of characters. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to laugh, cringe, and maybe shed a tear as you delve into the pages of My Crazy Roommates. So get your copy today, available at Amazon.com.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 